Well, we've been studying the miracles of Jesus for the past several weeks, and as Megan said at the beginning, we have one more to look at today, a time when a whole crowd of people came together, they were listening to Jesus teaching. Let's watch this story. Jesus had been traveling with his disciples in an area where Gentiles, or non-Jews, lived. He healed people and taught people about God. Jesus looked at a large crowd of people and had compassion on them. They had been with Jesus for three days, and some had come a long distance to meet him. They had nothing to eat. Jesus told his disciples, If I send them home, they will collapse on their way. The disciples said, we are not near a city. Where can we get enough bread to feed them? Jesus asked, How many loaves of bread do you have? The disciples answered, Seven. Jesus told all the people to sit down. He took the seven loaves, gave thanks to God, and broke the bread into pieces. He gave the bread to his disciples to serve to the crowd. The disciples also had a few small fish, so Jesus blessed the fish and served them too. Everyone ate and was satisfied. The disciples collected seven baskets full of leftover pieces. Jesus told the crowd, 4,000 men plus women and children, to go home. Then Jesus and his disciples got into a boat and left that place. By feeding the crowd, Jesus provided for the physical needs of the people. Later, Jesus called himself the bread of life, John 6:35. Only Jesus can satisfy our souls forever by providing forgiveness, peace with God, and eternal life. Well, we took a break last week at the end of our first round of vacation Bible school. But we've been working for several weeks now on being able to know Jesus more and more and, and better and better who he is, that Jesus is actually a real flesh and blood human being just like all of us. He's not some Marvel cartoon character, but, but at the same time, Jesus is true God. He's fully human and fully God. What do we say in the creed? He was conceived by the Holy Spirit, true God, and yet he was born of the Virgin Mary. He was true man. Now, one of the writers of the New Testament, a man named Mark, who recorded this story that you just saw, began his account of Jesus' life with these words that Jesus spoke. The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Now that little phrase, the kingdom of God, is confusing sometimes, but I want you to simply remember that the kingdom of God is this world put right. It's everything wrong, it's everything broken, made right, and that starts right now by our believing in Jesus until one day he will come again and make all things right permanently. 
So when we're looking at the miracles of Jesus, what we're actually seeing are little glimpses, little previews of the world put right, of the kingdom of God breaking into and coming into this world. Today, Jesus feeds a multitude of 4,000 people with just a few loaves of bread and a couple of, of small fish. So let's, let's just take a minute and look at this story and learn about, first, our true hunger, and then about our real problem, and then ultimately about the heart of Jesus. Well, first of all, then our, our true hunger. Now, you heard that these were not people that were of Jesus, same nationality. He'd actually traveled outside of Israel. These were foreigners. These were people who didn't know Jesus, had never really heard all of the promises of the Messiah before. But when they heard him, when they saw him, they could not take their eyes off of him. I mean, the things that he was saying and the things that he did captured their imagination. In fact, their fascination with Jesus had resulted in them following them out into the middle of nowhere, away from any towns, and listening to him without packing enough food. And guess what? There was no Chick-fil-A drive through There was no direct, flat, fresh direct delivery service to bring groceries to them. But here's the lesson that I want you to take away for today, that at the core of every human being, whether we know it or not, whether we believe it or not, everyone hungers for Jesus. I mean, do you really think these 4,000 people just woke up one morning and said, wow, it's time for a change. Let's, let's try something new and different. No, the fact is that they weren't shopping around looking for some new secret to the good life. They were doing what you all do week in and week out. They were going through their regular routines, their jobs, their families, their hopes, their dreams. And somewhere they had an encounter with Jesus and something clicked. And they said, this is what we've been missing. It's like eating frozen pizza and then getting a Zoe's taco pizza. Look, it's my sermon, so it's my food fantasy, right? <laughs> now, these people didn't know, but Jesus was in fact that thing that they had been looking for their whole life. And you, and you might begin to wonder now, why, why is that? Why is Jesus the one thing that we all need if we're going to have this life, this real life, this life that we're all longing for? Well, it's simply because we were created by Jesus. He was in the beginning with the Father and with the Holy Spirit. And not only that, we were created for Jesus, that we could live with him face to face and enjoy and experience a perfect life forever with him. So he's the only thing that can satisfy our soul. But instead, we wind up trying to satisfy the longing that we have 
for this life with, I don't know, our job, maybe a little more money, maybe the, the perfect spouse, the perfect children. But if you've done down that road at all, any distance, you'll quickly discover that it's never enough, that your soul has not been built by or for any of those things, but rather for Jesus. Jesus is the only one that fills the gap. And until we get Jesus, until we have more and more of him, folks, we're going to always be exhausted and frustrated and hungry. Why do we keep feeding ourselves junk food? Why do we keep doing this? Well, this story gets a little funnier right after this scene that you just saw in the video. Jesus takes his disciples off and and he asks them a question. And and after the miracle, the disciples, after they'd seen all that he had done, heard all that he had said, they still did not get that Jesus was true God and true man come to rescue the human race. Now, either Jesus chose the 12 dumbest people on the planet or the real problem is actually a faith problem. Look, our core problem is not that we cannot understand the Bible. Our real problem is not that we don't have enough exposure to the promises of God. Our real problem is that we don't really want to go all in. I mean, don't we really like to just kind of keep Jesus at an arm's length, sort of as a consultant, sort of as an advisor, just in case we might need some help. Because you see, if we go all in, and we actually started to look around at this broken world that we're living in, we might actually see that there is still actually a real physical hunger problem in this world that could be addressed, at least in our little corner of the world, if I would just give up some of my time or some of my money to feed them. But don't you know, people, I am awfully busy. I have so much going on, and have you looked at the economy lately? Look, to go all in with Jesus, faith in Jesus, means that it's going to take more than just an hour here on Sunday morning hanging out on the fringes. You're actually going to have to invest yourself with a group of friends to fellowship with, to have talks about your faith and how it's working out in your life. And hardest of all, helping hold one another accountable. Look, I thought of it like this. Going all in with Jesus is like sitting down on a chair. I mean, someone brings in a chair and says, hey, have a seat. And you've seen a lot of other people sit in it. They hand you a book of specifications of the chair's building and how it's made and that it's perfectly capable of holding you up. But you will, you will never know whether it will hold you up until you surrender yourself to gravity until you finally put your confidence and trust in Jesus with everything with your money with your time with your whole life 
Look, Jesus is our true hunger. Our real problem is not an information problem. It's a faith problem. It's a trust problem. We are slow to go all in with Jesus. So is there a way out? Well, think back carefully again to this story. Did you notice that Jesus is not only the answer to our problem, but it was Jesus who saw the problem. It was Jesus who initiated everything that was necessary to solve the problem. Jesus saw the crowd, and he had compassion on them. He sees you, he sees me, and he has compassion. And that little word, compassion, is an amazing word. It literally means a gut-wrenching anguish that motivates you to act. But Jesus sees our fears and our struggles, our despair, and he knows that he can feed our bellies all day long, and we will still be stuck in this broken mess of a world. And so Jesus' compassion, people, drives him all the way to the cross where he breaks the chains that keep us from going on all in from living lives of true freedom and joy and sacrifice and renewal jesus went all in to death he plunged himself into it head to first to bring us out to the other side through his resurrection it's jesus compassion that transforms us into people who can now have compassion. Look, he sets us free from obsessing over ourselves to be able to see what's going on around us, to be able to show a neighbor or a coworker or a friend or a family member that the one who will fully satisfy our soul is Jesus. The answer to our trust problem is consciously and continuously turning our eyes and our hearts to Jesus' compassion poured out for us on the cross. It's fixing our eyes on Jesus as you go to work this week and asking, how can I bring the kingdom of God? How can I bring the world put right into everything I do? It's fixing your heart on Jesus as you tend to the kids and you do your routine, letting the kingdom of God, that is the world put right, be your motivation. Our souls are satisfied. They're fed and they are nourished by Jesus. We're ready for the week ahead. Amen. Now the peace that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in this true faith, the life everlasting. Amen.